And we're coming off of Hanukkah. I just want to know how many donuts you had. I had half of one. That was it. The whole holiday? Yeah, yeah. I control myself. The whole Hanukkah. The whole Hanukkah. I don't think I ever sat down to a full one. I did have like pieces. You, you reach a certain age and there's no such thing as a full donut. I think I, I'll eat a donut up until there's no more filling. Yes. Right? Yes. I don't trust anybody who will eat the donut after the custard has left the building. Yes, yes. No, it's all about it's all about the filling. Like, it's what's all wrong, about like filling. that person And I don't know, my wife quoted this person, I don't know, one of her friends or something that, that claimed that if you eat one donut every day, it's a schooler for something. Parnassa. Parnassa yeah, yeah, you yeah. Heard this? I did hear this. That yeah, it's Parnassa for the dietitian. And the nutritionist. <laughs> They're the ones who are pushing this. This is fake. No, news. I've seen it in a safer. No, I've you, seen you it lie. in print. I, because it's dipped in oil. Oh, right. right and now right, like, people oil, are going right. to bug out because like, why did you tell this before? <laughs> oh, yeah. Why did you say it before? Because I- It I wouldn't think, have changed anything. I, would, I wasn't eating the donuts. No, but I would have eaten much more. Like I did this last year. I tried it. I ate like way too many donuts and no increase in net worth. <laughs> so, <laughs> but there was an increase in other things. <laughs> unfortunately, the scale did no, increase. Right. Your net worth decreased from all the new clothes you had to buy because you didn't fit in anything. Right. So I, I, I yeah, can't. I'm not buying. I it. can't argue with the school because it is in print. And okay, I'm until you could show us that in print, I'm I'm calling oh, fake it's, news. It's for sure. A, a, it's a two minute whatsapp search i will find it okay you find it and we will talk about it i also want to throw a shout out to jake turks jake turks writer for ami good friend of the cast he always comes through for us he came through for me once again over this weekend i'm not going to talk about what he did because nobody wants to know <laughs> well no i think people would want to know but i don't want to get jake in trouble mm. okay you know what i'm saying yeah listen leave the mystery out there exactly but jake we love you and you're just the best you know what I'm excited about, though? Uh, the shortest Friday night, or sh I should say Friday afternoon, is behind us. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's done. That's it. Uh. Because the long Friday nights, they kill me. They kill me. And I do my best to like get Stay invited awake. out. <laughs> no, just like not be don't home. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't right. sleep. Don't fall asleep at be 6 p.m. Don't fall asleep at 6 p.m. If you get home, even if you start your meal by 6 p.m., right, how long could it go for? Right. <laughs> now there are these people that will will go to sleep at seven thirty p.m. on a Friday night or yeah. eight or eight or even nine. I can't do it. No, I cannot for sure not. do that. I'll be up every three hours. Yeah, yeah. So now it's behind us. Yes. So now at least it starts to get later. But I'll always try to get invited out or try to have guests. Just something just to make the. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. to fill the time. Yes. But yes. but you gotta love the Saturday nights. Once the Shabbos is. Free. I, I'm a big fan of of early Shabbos. Actually, really, I love the winter in general. But I've said what this are you on the cast doing? Before. But what are you doing Friday night? It's not that what I'm doing. I love the the short Friday. I love that you, know, you love rushing into the yes. shower, coming out with wet hair, just yes. putting your clothes on, and you're all you're still wet. Yes, yes. Why does that speak to you? Because I, I'm waiting for Shabbos, and and you don't have to wait long. And it's like, you know what it is. Friday becomes all about Shabbos. I'm going to get spiritual with you. Friday is a day all about Shabbos. In the summer, when your Friday, when, when Shabbos is very late, Friday's a regular day. And like you have a whole day and then it's Shabbos, right? Yeah, but you have, you know what makes up for that is you're in, in the summer, you have this very long Shabbos day. You can do whatever you want. I understand. Spirituality wise. 
and have a party. But I don't know. Something about the winter Shabbos where it's it's cold and you know you're you're home with the family and you have, you know. Yeah, you know until you saying? fall asleep at seven thirty. Yes, and, and then, then wake, wake up, up at, at nine. <laughs> no, you wake up at nine. nine. It's like, oh, what do I do now? I'm never going to sleep. <laughs> That's, this is a disaster. <laughs> it is an absolute disaster. If you wake up at, like, let's say, for real, eleven o'clock at night, you wake up from your couch yeah, nap, and you're done. You forget it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. finished. What are you going to even do? You can't scroll. You can't do anything. There's nothing to do but read. Read, yeah, which I love to do. So for me, I'm a huge reader. Love to read. I'm glad that it's behind us. Debesh knows where I'm coming from. <laughs> I, I suspect he loves. I suspect he loves these. You know the. He the, gave the, us uh, his whole schedule. He did. Go he back. Did. Go back and find his episode. You yeah. can hear his whole Friday night Shabbos day schedule. Yeah. And of course, uh, everything. You know the, the the big story. Of course, continuing is everything that's going on in Israel and everything that's going on around the world with Jews. Uh, I just want to bring up this one point before we start talking about Israel. I, I don't know if you saw this website, but I, I, I'm having these mixed feelings about it. Have you seen this website, HamasHitList.com? Is it with the playing cards? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen it. What, what's the deal? I mean, I guess it's somebody's creative way of showing who is eliminated and who is still out there. Like, I, I do remember the United States had the deck of cards when they went into Iraq, but it, it just seems... What is it? It seems... Trivial. Almost trivial, yeah. right? Yeah, a little bit. This is not like what happened with Iraq. I yeah, mean, I don't love much, any of this stuff. Yeah. It's, it's not, not a joke and it's, it's not, not a, a joke. Game. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not a joke. Anyways, uh, and, and uh, you know, very sad, sad news that came out. Four, three, I'm sorry, three hostages were, were unfortunately killed. Right, by friendly fire. By friendly fire. Uh, There's investigations, et cetera. But, you know, of course, the whole world is seizing on it. To say, oh, look how bad Israel is. They're even killing uh, hostages because they, they have no regard for anybody. And we know that this was just a horrible mistake. The, the area where they, where they were found was supposed to be free of any people. And, you know, when you're in the midst of a firefight, it's very hard to know who's... Yeah, it's a war. It's a war. Like, let's not forget, it is an absolute war. Exactly. And, I mean, we forget that there is a war going on. You know, we forget that... Israel is in the midst of a war. Uh, United did say that they're going to begin uh, flying again to Israel in 2024. It's funny because I heard that that was a rumor. Uh, I think I saw it on Yeshiva World, and everything Yeshiva World says <laughs> has to be true. Has to be Could true. Could you fact check it right now? So I, I can't find any legitimate news source that will that is saying it aside from Yeshiva World. Uh, but yeah, but okay. when you look at Dan's deal's site himself, Dan, yes, yeah, Dan it. himself is saying that United says that it's untrue and they're oh, gonna Oh really? Yeah, I just showed it to you. Oh you did. No, I thought he was saying it was true. <laughs> no, no, no. They're it's not untrue. flying until they feel it's safe. Uh, until it's not a war zone. Well did you see this video of I mean because the rockets are still flying, right? You saw this video I'm sure of uh Shabbos at the at, at the Kaisel. Oh goodness. You saw it, yeah. Right? And all of a sudden the, the, the sirens start wailing and we'll include this in the WhatsApp group of video. But the the, the amazing thing to me is it doesn't seem like if you watch the video, there's no like mass panic and hysteria and people running. It's just a very orderly, you know, you see people start leaving. Well, and it's, they do know they have some time, right? There is a time, uh, a time uh, delay. But, okay, I mean, God forbid we shouldn't be in that situation. Of course, we dive in for our brothers and sisters there. But if it were me... I'd be stepping over babies <laughs> to go into the Kaisel tunnels, you know, or whatever. I don't okay. even know. Where do you even go? So would you even know where to go? I wouldn't know. I would just follow the crowd. 
But I can tell you this. If you hear the siren, you have three things in the back of your mind. Number one, is it even coming in my direction? Number two, I've got Iron Dome to think about, right? Okay. And number three is I got some time, right? There's what, some what do you time. have? Gas maximum is, is a minute? No. A minute 30? No, 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 no. You have much more time than that. How much time? Maybe three minutes, four minutes. Stepping over babies. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you this. I got to give uh, my hats off to the women. Look at how much quicker they <laughs> cleared out. <laughs> they had that place clean. Yeah, they were done. <laughs> and the men are like, um, no, that's true. seems like the men were dragging their feet, right? They must have found like a good minion, you know? Like, finally, I find a good minion with the chazan is quick. I'm not leaving so fast, <laughs> right? It does look like that because they're just, they're not, they're, they're, they're barely moving. Yeah, they're, they're barely moving. The women are gone. Yeah, <laughs> gone. And you just see tons and tons of men. And nobody's running. Nobody's scared. But also, I think that there was not enough room. There's no way there's any shelter with enough room for all those people. Yeah, where? That's the question. Yeah, I was I wondering the behind, same thing. I think it's behind. Like when you walk down into the Western Wall Plaza, yes. I think it's somewhere there where they have that checkpoint. Yes. But I know that there were people waiting outside of it because they couldn't get in. But I would say anywhere under the and anywhere under the Kaisal, all those tunnel tours areas, that's probably safe. Yeah, it's probably stone reinforced. Yeah, yeah. no, and it's been there for thousands of years. Right, it survived multiple <laughs> wars. Yes, it survived True. a lot. I, I would, yeah, I would bank on that. Uh, and on the flip side, there were Arabs that were on the Temple Mount videoing the rockets that were heading towards them, the Temple Mount. Right. Yeah, and here's. I mean, could you just imagine? Just imagine for a minute. If it hit Al-Aqsa Mosque. They would just blame Israel and it would be a I mean, it's, massive that's, war. It's like a messianic era type yeah. of, a, of an imagination. You know what I'm saying? Of, yeah. of a thought. Because like, where do we, what do we do now? Like, uh, does this mean we're supposed to build? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be, oh, my, that, are we looking for sponsors? That would be. <laughs> <laughs> a maven yovin. But did you see, so what, here's one of the videos. We'll also include this on the WhatsApp. And it's a of an Arab guy. He's clearly in the Al-Aqsa compound. And he's walking what it sounds like with a, with a baby. And, and here's a little bit of what it sounded like. I'll just play a few seconds. So you hear the air raid sirens and you very clearly hear him saying, you know, Allahu Akbar. And I'm trying to figure out, is he happy that there are rockets headed his way? Or is he saying, God protect me, Allah Akbar, God protect me? I don't know. I think the jury's out, but I don't think he'd be too happy uh, if a rocket landed on his I, head. I, I, I think that it's rare that they're going to say, Allah Akbar, if they mean, like, oh, please protect me. Usually, that's a call for something bad. I mean, that's all they say, though. Right? They don't have any other catchphrase. <laughs> it's that, and that's it. It really right? is. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah, 100%. Right? They're at a funeral. Allah Akbar. They're, and they're at a party. Allah Akbar. Like, it's all about <laughs> so, Allahu Akbar. So, so no Raya. Right. Exactly. No raya. You cannot okay. determine one way or cannot another. Cannot determine. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, so the rockets are still coming. I, I can't believe the rockets are still coming. I mean, it's it's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, how they, they're under this intense pressure, military right. pressure, and Israel, they're still getting them off. They're getting out the rockets, and not know. only that, but but far-traveling rockets. I mean, to reach, you know, I feel like they can sense the walls closing in on them. It's like like we have to use these long range. Like I didn't I didn't get these long range uh, missiles for nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, but Muhammad, how? I gotta launch these. <laughs> 
<laughs> could be a sign. I don't know. Like, could be a sign of them feeling the pressure of the walls closing in. And they just want to fire those rockets before time runs out, right? It's always darkest before the dawn. I, I hear you. But, I, but what I'm trying to understand is when they shoot these rockets, I'm sure, you know, Israel sees the location of where this is being launched from and they immediately attack it. So I'm just surprised. I was under the impression that they were all hiding in tunnels, just trying to get away with their lives. So there was a video that came out. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I sent it to you, but it was it was propaganda. It was a propaganda video where they were where they rolled back this big tarp that was shaped the same color as the terrain, in order to fool, fool any onlooking, you know, yeah. any surveillance from from up above. They they peeled back this tarp and it revealed just all these missile launchers. And, Crazy, right? You, you just it's impossible. To, to know exactly every single launch location. And also, we we as outsiders don't even realize how big the Gaza Strip actually is. It's huge. Well, it's not big. It's, I mean, It's huge. It's two and a half million people living there. It's yeah, a, a lot big, of people. It's a big area. You don't just conquer it in a week or a month for that matter. So it's a big area, a lot of places to hide. And they're able to do it. Yeah. And... You know, obviously, the big news is all the tunnels and what's going on with the tunnels. And I mean, it's, it's crazy stuff coming about, they, about the tunnels. They keep uncovering more and more to the point where I think IDF spokesman uh, Daniel Hagari said it's not tunnels, it is a city. It is an underground city that's they said under it, there. Yeah, they said it's, it's, it's more complex and more tunnels than the London underground. And not only that, they're big and they're sophisticated. Yes. They're driving cars through it. Yes, Another video yes, came yes. out with Sinwar's brother driving yes, through these yes, tunnels. Yes, Mohammed Sinwar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm sure you saw that they found the tunnel under uh, a baby's crib. They're finding them in mosques. They're finding them in hospitals. They're finding them in homes. They found one under a baby's crib. We and have a video of it. You saw the incubator? Yes, incubator. He, here's, here's one of the videos. In a house that seems like what might be an innocent home, but if you follow me here into the children's room. Looks like an innocent children's room. Under this, this child's cot, a, not a baby's cot, you see a tunnel that was used for terror by Hamas ISIS. Hamas ISIS uses children's rooms, uses babies' cots to hide what is used for terror, for murder, and for slaughter. And you know, it, it. The crazy part is that the world will see this and they'll just write it off. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre, as we've mentioned. It's, it's, it's doesn't crazy. make any sense. It's crazy. Like like, how on earth do you justify a tunnel underneath a baby's crib in a in a home in a civilian home? Right. And what is like as a parent, right? How do you allow that? As a parent, how do you let it's great parenting skills? <laughs> Well, you know, all the kids have tunnels today, you know. My son come home, he said, I want also tunnel, daddy. <laughs> Baba, get me tunnel. So, you know, we make it, but, you know, for a joke. It's bonkers. The whole thing is bonkers. And and you mentioned it. Uh, Mohammed Sinwar, they have the video of him driving into a tunnel. Insane. They also raided Yahya Sinwar's vacation home. Now, does, is anyone bothered by the fact that this man has a vacation home? Well, he is the CEO of Hamas Inc. <laughs> I don't know what you want. Uh, I mean, seriously. I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised. I mean, we know that the two leaders who are in uh, Qatar 
are billionaires. They're each worth at least $4 billion. There's a third. There's three of them. That are also billionaires? Yes. There was like $3 billion, $4 billion, $5 billion. Like if you see there's an infographic about yeah. this, the Khaled yes. Mashal. And yeah, you saw it. They're all billionaires. And th- th- But this guy's in Gaza and he has a vacation home. But what is it? Like down the street? Like Gaza's not that big. What What is a vacation home? Like I understand. That's if what you have I'm a- telling you. Gaza is big. It's not big. It is. It's not small. Okay. It's. Fact check. It's 25 miles long, 3.7 to 7.5 miles wide in, okay, di- in so, different areas. So let's get so, one thing straight. So 25 you, miles. So you can't walk it, right? You're not going to walk it in a day. You can't. If you you spent could. The, 25 miles is not that you're far. You're not going to walk 25 miles in okay, a day. Okay, you're not going to You gonna won't walk. even walk seven miles. But dude, I understand if you have a vacation home, you live in, let's say, uh, Flatbush in New York, and you have a summer home in Tom's River. I get it. But if you live in Gaza, you have a home on like... It's like saying I have a home on uh, Houston Street in New York City, and then I have my vacation home on East 14th. It doesn't make sense. Let's see. How long would it take to drive 25 miles? Just at 60, driving at 60 the, miles an hour, well, you're not going 25 six, minutes. You're not, going, you're not driving 60 miles an hour in but the that's, Gaza that's, Strip. No, no. That's the entire. That traffic. <laughs> that's, that's the entire. If you wanted to drive the entire length. We're assuming he wasn't. His vacation home and his regular home were not from border to border, right? So most likely he was somewhere in the middle. So what? There's 12 miles in between? 12 miles is nothing. Oh, a 30-minute drive to go get it's to not, your it's vacation a 15 home. Minute, 15 minutes away? You have a vacation home 15 minutes away? No, but if you look at the area, it's it's densely populated. But then you get to the sea, right? The Mediterranean Sea. And that's a gorgeous uh, oceanfront property. Oh, so you think property. he had an oceanfront property. Yeah, yeah there's no question. For sure, Sinwar's J-Date profile says something like, uh, my hobbies include uh, attacking Jews, <laughs> long walks on the beach, <laughs> and uh, the romantic sunset, and uh, attacking Jews. It's <laughs> horrible. It's horrible. But, he, uh, but this is why he's got a vacation home. Yeah, yeah. He's doing better than, you know? Yeah, than the 99%. Than he is in the 1%. He's in the 1%. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He is. He's in the 1%. And related, I'm sure you saw this one, they found in one of the senior members uh, a m- five million shekels. Cash money. Cash money. <laughs> what's going on? What's going on in Gaza? We're in the wrong business. <laughs> That's what's going on. No, you know what? That's the other element of it that people don't realize. And people are just dumb. People of the world are just dumb. If it- anyone thinks that these guys are also not living the life and stealing all this money and living large... By the way, there's untold money in nonprofits. That's what this shows me. <laughs> They're a nonprofit. Yeah, it's a nonprofit. Five hundred one c three. Well, all kidding aside, I cannot wait till they find Sinwar, inshallah. Yes, and and I don't want them to take him as a prisoner again. No. So that they could cure his cancer in, in prison. No, those days are over. Yeah, it's time to take care of business. And the Houthis, you know, they've been <laughs> they've been at it. Where did the Houthis come from? They, why, want, why they, they saw this the action. News? They saw the action and they're like, you know, why not us? Yeah. Like all of a sudden, these guys are like the number one thing. You know what? They check out the news and they're like, look at all this uh, free Palestine. When are they going to be, you know, when is it going to be about Yemen? Yeah. And I mean, you know, they still have that ship that they that they took. Well, no one's, is nobody taking care of that? I, I don't get why nobody's taking care of it. So no. So here's a couple things. So first of all, over the weekend, the United States and Britain said they've shot down 15 drones that were launched by Yemen, by the Houthis over there. And at the same time, another video came out. It's a bizarre video. We'll include it in the WhatsApp of these Houthis. This is, they've turned the boat into 
like a park, a recreational park. And they bring people, and every day they're bringing tourists onto the boat, giving them tours, and they're talking about how much they love it. They don't, they don't go to the beach. They don't go to the parks. They come to the boat. Well, how do they get to and fro? They, they bring them on boats. Here's a, here's a video. It's, you it see is them? now a tourist attraction. It's a tourist attraction. It's bonkers. And by the way, when you watch this video, you got to explain to me what the deal is with the teeth. Are there no dentists in Yemen? <laughs> what is happening here? When you see the video on the group. He's got every other tooth. What, what's going on here? Every single person. Look, look at these guys. Look at their teeth. They have, and you know, in the video you see this, uh, they put American flags and Israeli flags on the floor so people have to walk on them. But like, the, why is nobody taking care of this? Could you explain this to me? Are you referring me? to the teeth or the actual <laughs> ship? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. Why are they allowed to get away with this? I, I, I just need some help understanding this. Your guess is as good as mine. I, I guess we have to hope that at some point someone will step in. Will step in. It's just unimportant to me. Like, not to me, but to anybody, apparently. No, but they're out in the open and it, boats okay. are coming and going. You know how you just, have. Just one jet or something. It's, just, it's a di- Like, let them be busy with that. It's a diversion. You know what I'm saying? Let I them guess. just have their ship. And, like, leave us alone. Well, the Israeli guy who owns the ship is not saying that. <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> think more, he's... I don't know what his plan is. Like, he's the only guy that cares. Yeah, he's screaming, and yeah. nobody's listening to him right now. Well, we are listening. Kiddish Club is here. We're listening to you. Yeah, and if you want to hire us for some consulting, <laughs> we are available. Yes. In related news, according to a recent poll, not shocking, in the UK, close to 50% of the Jews that were polled have said that they've thought about leaving the United Kingdom because of the anti-Semitism, because of the rise. I think this goes back to the radicalization of Europe as a whole. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's nothing stopping uh, Arabs and and Muslim people from just taking over these cities. and, and That's what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And they're doing it, like, legally. Like, they're getting into the city council. They're getting into the uh, lawmaking bodies. And they're just making things... Just too easy for them and not great for Jews. Yeah, this goes back to the radicalization of Europe that we're seeing all over Europe. Yeah, I mean, just you know, just over the weekend, also uh, a terror attack was stopped. You know, thanks to the Mossad, we suppose, uh, in Germany and Holland, they arrested a whole bunch of people that were planning a major terrorist attack. So, like, Europe is is not a safe place for Jews right now. You know what? The Europeans are just asleep at the wheel. That's how it looks. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, also. Britain, France, and Germany started petitioning for a ceasefire, so they're already breaking. And it's not surprising because their countries are, like, overrun right now with, you know, horrible, you know, these protests that we're seeing are just, they're crazy. Yeah, and it's not much different in Canada. Did you see the videos coming out of Canada? Major, yes. major Palestinian horrible. protests. Horrible. Terrible. You saw that one with the with, with, with the guy who threatens to kill somebody, and the police are just standing there watching him do it. He threatens to kill the police. Oh, was the police? Yeah, I thought he was that's threatening. who he's looking at. He's like, I'll, I'll put, put you down. Up, I'll put you six under, feet yeah. under. Yeah, I saw yeah, it. It's, what's going on? But the the one that hit me hardest was the Pope. Yes, the Pope. And, you know, not to inflame anybody's sensitivities here. Uh, you know, this Pope, uh, you know, I'm going to say this as gently as I can. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweating. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sweat a little bit. This Pope... Um, I understand his his stature and I understand what he represents, but let's just say he's not exactly a, fl- a fan of capitalism. You know, he's come out basically almost like a communist. He, you know, he has leanings towards that. You know, he's be- he's what a communist bent. What makes the you say it? The things he has said, 
and he, he's very liberal. And you know, there was unfortunately there was uh, two people that were killed in a church in I think it was Bethlehem. Uh, no, not in Bethlehem. I'm sorry. It was in the Gaza Strip, and the the Pope came out and condemned it. And here's a quote that he said. He said, some would say it is war. It is terrorism. Yes, it is war. It is terrorism. So he's calling the Israelis terrorists now. And that's not going to help anything. Come on, Pope Francis. If you're listening. I have I have it on good authority that he's listening. <laughs> I don't follow like Vatican politics much. <laughs> I don't know about you. Apparently you do. A little bit. Yeah. And in other anti-Semites in Europe, I mean, I'm sure you saw that Polish uh, politician who, who took a fire extinguisher and put out the the. Menorah. I sure did. I sure, w- what's what a, up with that? First of all, what a poor job! Like, if you're going <laughs> to extinguish the menorah, like, like the he was spraying it from the minute yeah, he picked what, it up. What's up with that? He didn't know how to work it. Is that what it is? Yeah, he he was grabbing it and he didn't realize he's pressing it the whole time, and he was so inflamed that he just went with it. I see and what the, you did there, inflamed. I see it. <laughs> and the whole place just fills up with smoke. Yeah, this didn't have to be a big smoky scene. It could have been just. Psh- yeah, and That's he's, it. he's all covered in right. white. You know, right. he, he looks ridiculous. He looks like he just had a uh, jelly donut party. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> Too many souffcanyot. And I love the violinist who just keeps playing, you know, the whole time. <laughs> like the Titanic is Titan- going down. And he's <laughs> just, just going to say that Titanic vibes. <laughs> Again, we'll include this clip in the WhatsApp group. But interestingly, just so you know, he represents a fringe group of... Uh, of the government in Poland, like very, very right wing, where yes. they tolerate nothing. Like he yes. doesn't speak for the masses. Like you don't have to worry about Poland. Yeah, I'm worried. You don't. I don't think I'm worried. Poland is like the last place you need to worry. I mean, I'm not worried because they're not exactly the most powerful country in the world. But we don't exactly have the greatest history with Poland. You know well, what I'm this saying? This is true. Yeah. But you know what? It's those guys that are trying to make up for it. Like, you, look at Germany. You yeah. f- f- I mean, you have to you have to support Israel to get citizenship yes. for crying out loud. <laughs> but that's just in one city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that's the you. theme. And the more guilty they were uh, in the Holocaust, the more they feel like they need to they make have up to cover it. it. Yeah, right. I hear that. Um, also, in anti-Semites in in Europe, I mean, Israeli Asia, I guess Turkey. Uh, I know you saw this one. Uh, Member of Parliament Hassan Bismet. He spoke out strongly against Israel, and he was screaming that Israel would soon be suffering the wrath of Allah. And seconds later, he had a heart attack. Well, he felt the wrath of Allah. <laughs> so a lot of people like jumping on this to be like, "Oh, this is like a miracle." It yeah, is, it, it is. Me, I'm one of those. It's yeah, it's somewhat, a miracle. You know, it is. It, it's beautiful justice right in front Poetic of our eyes. Justice, yes. I can't personally. I don't like celebrate these types of things. Why not? I don't know. Like, I just it's the downfall of a human being. He's dead. I mean, again, I don't like the enemies of Israel, but I don't know if we're supposed to rejoice over the downfall of your enemy. He's dead, Let leave it. Well, Let right. it be. It's, it's, a, it's in the Torah, right? Yeah. The downfall a, of your enemies, don't be happy. But right. I would say there's a difference. When a guy is standing there saying, God is going to strike you, Jews, and he strikes him. Right, yeah. Come on. I, I hear that. Even I Hashem do. at that point is like... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, give me some credit. <laughs> Go ahead. You get a free pass on this one. Right, right. Oh, I also want to call out, by the way. So when this came out, a lot of people like on WhatsApp and social media, people were, were sending around a video that purported to, to show a Pakistani stage. Right. Yeah. Saying, you know, Israel's going to get swallowed by swallowed up by the ground. And then... And if I'm lying, may this whole stage come down and right, it comes right down. Right. So I want to point out, when I saw that video, I said, wait, I recognize this video. Yes. 
from the past. I did too. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Israel. Nothing. It's probably not even what he was saying. It wasn't. He was talking about elections in Pakistan. Uh, It was completely nothing to do with Israel. It came out five years ago. But it went viral Viral. like crazy on social media because no one knows what he's saying. Right. Right, so they're just like, oh, he's, he's the end of the Jews. Right, and somebody's sitting there, like, nefariously, like, typing up subtitles, right? Right. That, that make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Made the stage fall. <laughs> and unfortunately, it's not only in Europe and Asia where the anti-Semitism is out of control. Obviously, it's in the United States as well. Uh, I'm sure you saw it. 13-year-old boy was arrested because he had planned a mass shooting at an Ohio synagogue. That's terrifying. But he's 13. Like, how far was he going to get with this plan? I mean, if his parents have, you know, weapons in the house. Right. It's not that, it's not that crazy, right? And, and, and look, what ha- look what goes on in schools. Right, exactly. And they've actually let him off with probation. I guess because he's so young. But that's terrifying. Yeah, that, like, that should be juvie. Yeah. No? I agree. And uh, blast from the past. Guess who's back? <laughs> Tell me. Anti-Semite number one, Kanye West. Oh, goodness. Just when you thought he made tshuva, right? There were a lot, remember a lot of the- Yeah, he was like, I'm jealous of the fact yeah. that the Jews are together. I'm jealous of the fact, whatever. So he teamed up with, uh, I don't know who this guy is. I'm just going to read because I don't know who these people are. Ty Dollar Sign. I guess that's a rapper. <laughs> is that, do you know what it is? Is it an actual dollar sign or is it just he, say he dollar sign? He writes his name Dollar, D-O-L-L-A, and then sign with, a, with a, a dollar sign symbol for the S. They hosted a rave for their upcoming album and it was shut down by the police. And after storming out of the event, he was... Filmed giving a heated 10-minute speech to a crowded room full of people where he yelled, uh, Yeshka, he said the, the actual name, Hitler, yay, sponsor that. I don't know what to make of it, though. Just, But you just can't say Hitler, sponsor, and that those two in the in the same sentence don't really the, work. The, he, he's obsessed with Hitler. <laughs> the man is obsessed with Hitler. I just, I don't get this guy, you know? And other anti-Semites in the United States, you know, Representative Thomas Massey, right? He was the only Republican. Remember, we talked about this. He was the only Republican who voted against the anti-Semitism bill. The only Republican. Right. Like, it's not hard to get behind an anti-Semitism bill. Yeah. So you're obviously an anti-Semite. Right. If you can't do this, you're an anti-Semite. Nikki Haley, who's been rising in the polls ahead of DeSantis, she called out DeSantis because DeSantis was in Iowa and he was campaigning with Thomas Matt, none other than Thomas Massey. Wait a second. Sh- Nikki Haley was? No, oh, she who? called out DeSantis. Oh. DeSantis was campaigning with him. And she said, quote, you can't be pro-Israel and bring the most anti-Israel Republican into the state who voted against fighting anti-Semitism on college campuses. Well, that's a bad look. Very bad luck. Very bad luck. But we, we don't think that DeSantis is an anti-Semite. What, no. It has to be an agenda here. Not. So what is it? No, political. He wants, he wants you know, the, he's getting a senator to back him. You know, it's purely political. But I'm with Nikki Haley on this one. You don't get the guy who, you know, right, the worst guy the out there. The only anti-Semite in the Senate. Well, not the only, but. The he, only admitted anti-Semite <laughs> by not supporting that bill. Exactly. But Haley's really, I mean, she's really surging. Is she? Because I, I see that I don't think she has a chance. I mean, she's still 15 points behind Trump. But right. And wait, I, how is she in regards to Joe Biden? Because I heard that his numbers are tanking. Yes. Well, oh, any generic Republican beats Joe Biden in every, according to every poll right now. 
And she actually would be, according to the polls, she would beat Joe Biden by a larger margin than Trump if she were the nominee. How does that work? How could that be? How could it be that Trump is... No, in other words, the poll says, when they ask people, if it was Biden versus Haley, who would you vote for? So a lot more people got a lot Nikki more, Haley. Yes, yes. Interesting. And again, I, I said it before on this podcast, I don't believe Trump is going to win the nomination. I don't believe he's going to be the next president. I know I'm in the minority now because Trump is surging, but I can't imagine that one of these you know cases against him are not going to... Cause a problem. Yeah, but I just I don't believe it. He's going full force with rallies now. Yeah, he's going full force. You know, in and, the way that he does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was beating up on Chris Christie. Did yeah, you see that oh, one? They hate each other. They hate each other. Something crazy. But you saw the clip where Trump calls out Chris Christie, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me play it. Here it is. You have well, we like Ramishwamy. You know why? Because he likes Trump. I like him. I tend. I mean, this is. This is probably a personality defect, but I tend to like people that like me. And who opposed? Oh, he says, what about Chris? Please, sir, do not call him a fat pig. We cannot call. He says, what about Christie? He's a fat pig. You can't, you can't call. No, look. Please do not call Chris Christie a fat pig. Okay? It's not appropriate. Because you're not allowed to use the word fat. Use the word pig, but you can't use the word. No, we don't want to call him that. I don't want to call him that. <laughs> it's ridiculous, this guy. Yeah, but that's what he did. You that's saw how he, he did that. Yes, yes. He basically was able to call him that without calling him that. Exactly. And it's funny because the headline for one of the articles is, Trump resumes fat pig attack on Christie. Oh, <laughs> he resumes it. And what about the fact that he openly admits that if you want him to like you, you just have to like him. But isn't that That's everyone? It. Isn't that everyone? Yeah, but nobody says it openly. <laughs> it's a social contract. Yeah, and it doesn't work when it's like the, the the North Korean dictator, you know? He likes him because he, you know, like... They just like each other. It's Dude, it's, it's weird, man. It's not normal. It's not normal. I'm sorry. Or is it the most normal thing ever? And that's why he relates to people. Yeah, because he's just honest about it. Right. right. Everybody's like that. He's just way, honest about if it. If he wins this, it'll only be because people can actually relate to him. He's just so honest. Yes. That's what people connect to. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just he's not a politician. What you see is what you get. Exactly. Uh, also in the news, I mean, this was a crazy story. A car smashed into Biden's motorcade. I saw it, and I saw the video where hes he actually gets out, and yeah. he, he can't believe it. And we're going to post the pictures, because there's a picture, an amazing picture of you see Joe Biden just like, oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another picture of like the Secret Service with the driver of the car. And I can't help but think that this driver of the car, and he has his hands up, both hands are up, and he's African-American, and in his mind, he must be thinking he has the worst luck on the planet. Yeah, and he knows the Secret Service, you know, they don't play around. Yeah. But also, I can't understand how they let, like, I'm seeing Joe Biden out of the car, right? Because if you wanted to make an attempt, this is it. Like, this is how you would do it. You would have a decoy vehicle run into one of the Secret Service cars, and then everybody gets out, and then you've got Joe Biden just walking dude, around. Dude, don't even... I know. I don't want to intimate anything. You can't even intimate it. I'm just saying. 
It's I'm surprising sure. that they allow him to just walk out in the street like that. Well, no, they they under rushed those him. They rushed him into a car at that point, and they got him out of the area right away. But I mean, it happened very quickly. Right. But this guy must be thinking, what a what bad timing. That's the worst timing ever. Yeah. Speaking of heads of state, our favorite heads of head of state, Javier Millet, has been in the news. Yes. Big news. He appointed his personal rabbi as the next ambassador to Israel from Argentina. Okay, what did I tell you that, that was gonna happen? Did you? I don't remember that. I said he's gonna appoint him as chief rabbi. Oh yes, you did. Yes, right? yes, yes. You but said you that. know what? This is just as good, if not better. No, this is better. This is this is a major international position. Yeah. Ambassador? You know how big that is? You know, people don't realize how Khashiv an ambassador is. No, it's a major thing. I mean, think about it. Think about the people who are ambassadors. Like, you know, when you rise in the ranks of politics, being an ambassador is like one of the top things that you strive to be. Right. It's almost as though you're president in that country. Yeah, exactly. You are the final say for America or for Argentina or for whoever in that designated country. It's it's a tremendous uh, appointment. Yeah, Yeah. tremendous, tremendous. And also, also, he raffled off his last salary from his old job and he has pledged to continue raffling off his salary in his new job what, what does that mean so it seems that he has been raffling off his paycheck for years <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's been doing I, how do i get in on it that's like how do i buy a ticket a notary supervising the raffle declared a woman named veronica gomez as the winner of malay's final salary 2.1 million argentinian pesos which is uh, roughly 50 bucks <laughs> i'm kidding i don't know twenty five hundred dollars i'm just saying this is like what an idea and is there any is there any shock that they love him i think the charity organizations completely missed this by the way raffling off the salary of the president yeah, like, you know Ur is all over this right now. <laughs> right. The They're next Ur stop. <laughs> Cars for kids. <laughs> okay, and coming from the rest of the world, the stories that I know you haven't heard. I saw this one. I thought it was interesting. And um, it takes place in, in Iceland. So it seems there was a group of Asians who were touring in, in Iceland. And a woman went missing, so they formed a group to go searching for her. And after a while, they realized that the missing woman herself was one of the people <laughs> searching for the missing woman. Oh, so she had no idea. She probably just read the description. Yeah. And it's like, hey, that might be me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's funny because I could imagine these Icelandic people, I mean, to them, a lot of Asians may kind of look similar. Uh, you better watch it, sir. Okay, okay, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. But you know where I'm coming from, right? And we spoke about Pakistan. So in Pakistan, uh, a zookeeper found a tiger. And uh, the tiger, he knew something was off when he saw that the tiger had a shoe in his mouth. Uh, yeah, that's a telltale sign. <laughs> so they got suspicious. And then they went into the tiger's den and they found... Unfortunately, they found the body. Yeah, the, the shoes are like the pits. Does that make sense? <laughs> spit out the, yeah, sh- spit you, out the you, shoe. You're going to want to eat the shoe. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, for whatever reason, this person decided to go into the enclosure. So they don't know that. They don't know yet they're investigating why the guy was in there. I mean, apparently he thought he was going to be, I don't know, he wanted to pet a tiger. I, I don't understand yeah, people. That's logic, likely what it is, not logically, because there's no logic for no going logic in into a, a tiger. tiger. Yeah. No, no. Uh, but I did see a story the other day, and whenever I see these things, they remind me of you. But somebody went into <laughs> a, an enclosure with a walrus. 
Oh boy. To get a picture, he wanted to get a selfie. And the walrus went The walrus. walrus just bit him. Yeah. Just bit his head. And what happened? He died. No. He dra- actually, no, he didn't. He was dragged into the water. Oh. The guide who was with them, who was doing it for like 10 years, he went to f- try to help the situation, got him too. No. Yeah. Both of both them. Both of them. Both of them done. Two for the price of one. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. It's terrible. And I also saw that there was this guy that raised a baby hippo. Uh, he raised it like really. It was like like I don't know, a rescue hippo. Is that what they're called? I don't. Oh, I, this I think we talked about once. Yeah, and the hippo turned on him. Yeah, yeah. Six yeah, yeah. years later, he turned on him and drowned him. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they're yeah, wild we, we animals. That. We covered that. Yeah, they're wild animals for a reason. Yes, yes. Do you know that? I don't know who, what his name is. Maybe we spoke about it in the past. That rabbi who says that if you have like real amuna, you you don't fear animals, and he went in. A guy said, I'll become a Balchuva if you go in to a lion's den and he does it. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I know what you're talking about. It's vaguely familiar to me. What's I think there's a video. Name? He made a whole video yes, out of it. Yes. And he said if you have real fear of heaven, you will not be touched by the by by the animal. Right. And he claims that he just regularly goes into the lion's den and they don't dare. He, he videoed it. He videoed it. Yeah, it's a whole video. He has a whole- You could buy the video, yes, I believe. Yes. I don't remember his name, but- I don't either. I don't like, know what to make of it. Do you, you need think to it's, do a deep dive. Yeah, we need to do a deep dive and get back. Yeah. And coming out of Japan, I didn't know this was possible. So a man caused an explosion because he was trying to kill a cockroach and he- Seems he sprayed so much insecticide that the, the fumes and the chemicals caused an explosion. Did you even know that that was a possibility? No, because I'm guilty of this. For like, sure. You know, sure. I, I, I drown them. Yes. I, dr- I drown them yes. in the spray. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. you just need to it's make sure. Moving. It's still moving. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. 100%. But you know what's getting crazy is I heard scratching in the attic. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. And and then footsteps. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so it's okay. So there's a human. Right, It's oh. which it sounded like. I which was you'd like, be probably better with. Wait, I went upstairs to see like, okay, who's home? Like it was a Shabbos morning. I'm like, who's home? Like everyone should be in shul. And Why weren't you in shul? <laughs> what is happening <laughs> right now? I davened early for your information. Okay, sure. And then, so I went upstairs. I'm like, oh, why? Like who's upstairs? I went upstairs and there's nobody up there. Oh God! And and like you know when you're expecting somebody, yes. Like and then the dread sets in. It's like yes. there's nobody up here. And then I hear more footsteps. If I hear more footsteps, and it's like if it's not a human, it's got to be a raccoon, right? Because it's just heavy. It's just heavy. Well, raccoons, footage. raccoons wouldn't be so heavy. I'm thinking more possum, like a big giant possum. You know, I don't even have a problem with possums. Like I I'm used. Glad. I, <laughs> Glad. No, no, not living with me. But like possums, like people don't know this. They they're they're not easy on the eyes. Like they look like tremendous rats. Yes, but they're really gentle. Yes, gentle. Yes. And they're animals. very good for the environment. Good for society. Yeah, they're just very hard good. to look at. Yes, right. Because I tried to like scare one one time, and, and, <laughs> and he scared you. No, no, no. His reaction was so like I felt bad. Oh, you really scared? I really him? did. I scared oh. him, and he was like, like why, bro? Like that's. <laughs> He looked at me like, why would you do that to me? Why you got to do that? And all of a sudden, I became a fan of the possums. But but turns out it was a squirrel up there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it was you a squirrel. Found it? Well, we call the exterminator, right? Uh-huh. He came up with his cages, and there was two guys just having a party up there. Oh, and my gosh. They were in the house house? No, no, no. In the- Like, like the, the rafters. The, like the attic. like Not the attic, like where like, there's no right, anything. Right. It's just In roof. between the, the right. roof and the- So they were up there. The traps went up, and they got caught. 
but not a very scary experience. Very scary. You know? You know what happened to me once? I uh, So we were, I, I forget exactly why we were away. What, maybe it was the summer, we had gone away or something. I came to my house, I was the only one, I opened the door, and I also, I heard footsteps on the second floor. And I said, I heard footsteps, and I said, hello? And the footsteps stopped. I ran out, bolted out. <laughs> of your own of home. Of my own home. I was so afraid, I called the police. Called the police, I said, there's an intruder in my house. How long did it take them to come? Just curious. They came, it took them about 10 minutes. Okay, which you would have, if you would have stayed in the house and there was in fact an intruder, you oh, would have been be long gone. Yeah, gone. long yeah, gone. We would not be having this No, chaos. I went outside, I sat in my car and locked the doors and I'm just watching all the entrances to the house. I want to see if somebody runs. Police came, they went to the door, two of them, they said that they were waiting for their sergeant and they both drew their guns. It was, yeah, this is craziness. And they told me, like, you know, you stay here. I was like, I wasn't coming in. (laughs) You didn't have to tell me. Don't worry about me. (laughs) They went in. They came out after, like, seven, eight minutes, and they said that we didn't find anybody. And they're looking at me like I'm nuts. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I heard the footsteps. And I called out, hello, and the footsteps stopped. There better be, like, an answer to this, is there? There's not. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So you're leaving so, us all on edge. Yes. Basically, you had a ghost. Shade him. That's, that, that's what I believe. Really? I, I'm not kidding. Well, what could it be? Unless it was a really, like, unless it was an They said it must have been an animal, and it's hiding somewhere, and we're not going to find it. Oh, that'll, that'll, that's a good recipe it's for great. sleep. <laughs> right? No problem. I'll sleep like a baby tonight. There's an animal in your house somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. We never found out what it was. But it, at least it never attacked you while you were sleeping. Yes, that's true. And if they ever do find that animal, you know that I'll come back and tell everybody about it. <laughs> but until then. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you join the WhatsApp group to get the videos that we discuss in the podcast. You can find the link in the show notes uh, or at kiddishclubpodcast.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave us a five-star review on Spotify and on Apple. And look for us on social media. You can find it with some variation of Kiddish Club Podcast. Kiddish Club out. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.